Blog Talk Radio. Today, 
Welcome to a special edition of the Indie Cafe on the Red Velvet Media Network. And um, if you'd like to, um, there is a chat room that's open. And also uh, want to introduce this as the Ramones 40th Anniversary Show. Um, we're t- going to have uh, the Queens Museum uh, guest curator, Mark H. Miller, and Monty Melnick, the Ramones tour manager, and also my co-host, Spencer Dre from New York City. And we're going to be talking about our favorite subject today, which is the Ramones, and also about this amazing exhibit that's going to be starting out in New York at the Queens Museum. And then it's going to travel to the Grammy Museum in, in Los Angeles. Um, it's going to start April 10th through the 31st and uh, um, in the Queens Museum. And then it's going to move to L.A. in September. But I'm going to bring everybody on and uh, let them introduce themselves to a little bit. If anyone would like to call in, the number is 347 677 We are expecting some guest callers that are surprises for everyone. And if you'd like to listen to the show afterwards, it will be available on iTunes as a podcast as a, and as a download. And uh, let me bring everyone into the studio really quickly. And we will get started. Okay, so I've got Spencer, I've got Mark, and I've got Monty. Welcome. Gabba, hey. <laughs> yeah, hello. <laughs> Everybody's here. Wow, that was a great song, Spence, that you chose to open up with. Um, so let's first start off. Uh, first, I want to say um, I have my uh, co-host, Spencer Drake. want to introduce yourself, and then we're going to go into introducing Mark, and then um, we want to talk to Monty, and then we've got some calls coming in. I want to have Mark explain what the exhibit's about. But, Spence, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, this is a, a very big show for me in my life. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have some iconic Ramones albums in the show, and um, in due respect to Holly and I, uh, this show would be dedicated to the spirit of the Ramones and, of course, Arturo Vega, who is part of Uh everybody's life, I think, of all of us that are going to be on the show. Um, uh, But my work has been in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, my album covers, and also in the MoMA collection, and in those venues, the Ramones covers are a life time legacies within those museums and shows so i'm very honored to be here with these wonderful people who making this historic event oh that's awesome and then now let's move on to mark mark are you there yes i'm i'm here um i'm sitting here (laughs) at the museum in fleshy meadow park uh, about a mile from where the ramones uh uh got got going uh at at forest hills hills wow and, and that, oh, wow. that's why the uh, the show is at at this venue about three years ago. Uh, came up with mm-hmm. the idea that uh, what what would be a more appropriate place for a Ramon show uh, than than uh, right right near where they uh, uh, formed as a group. I so, have. A, I want to tell the people that in the show are some amazing besides myself and uh, Bob Gruen and Roberta Bailey, of course, and. Uh, and uh, Shepard Ferry, Shepherd Ferry, and John Holmstrom with his artwork. I mean, this show has a lot of content in it, right? Uh, can you describe right, some? Right, right. I mean, we can start right off. Uh, uh, you know, we of course yeah, put a little more emphasis. Yes, yeah. we we put a little more emphasis, of course, on uh, uh, the beginning and in uh, the 
of their their years in Queens at Forest Hills High School. So, uh, mm. and and one of the real uh, surprises here is we we've been working with John Holmstrom, who of course uh, was one of the founders of uh, Punk Magazine and uh, also uh-huh. designed uh, a couple of uh, the Ramones albums, uh, the back of Rocket to Russia and the front of Road to Ruin with his cartoons, um, and and he's making a, a special uh, cartoon map. Uh, of the Ramones in Queens and in New York, um, and it, it, it's it's size, poster size, uh, and it's going to be a giveaway. So everybody wow. uh, that comes to the exhibit will walk away with uh, a, what's sure to be a uh, a really valuable Ramones uh, That's collectible. That's a good way to get me to New York. That's a good yeah. That's right, Holly. I'm getting you one. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is awesome. So, uh, so um, carry on, Mark. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, we we also uh, uh, were able to uh, work with uh, 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 Claudia uh, Tianan, who's uh, the uh, widow of uh, of, of Tommy, um, mm. and uh, Tommy, of course, was oh. the manager. Um, you know, even you know, just as the Ramones were starting, uh, you know, he's of course best known as the drummer, but he started as the manager, and uh, she had uh, there was a very rich uh, archive there. Uh, of, of early material, and uh, we've got, for instance, the uh, Forest Hills High School yearbook. Um, we also have <laughs> wow. a For- Forest Hills How High cool. School uh, uh, his, his very own T-shirt, uh, which has uh, the Forest Hills High School logo. Um, uh, di- different, but not that different uh, from from the Ramones logo. Uh, and uh, we even got a uh, Forest Hills High beanie. Now, uh, uh, <laughs> the other person on the line here, Monty Melnick, is uh, um, also went to Forest Hills High School. And uh, uh, I so didn't know he, that, Monty. Yes, wow. I did. <laughs> Teams that graduate in 1967. And, Monty, you gave a lot of pieces into the show, right? Tell us about that. Uh, about 170 different pieces. Uh, I don't know how many they're going to use, but a lot of a lot of stuff. I got a room full of uh, Ramon stuff. Right, he, awesome. he's got an incredible collection. Uh, um, mm-hmm. The the first thing uh, once the museum expressed interest in doing this show, the the first thing I did was bring in Monty and uh, Arturo Vega. Yeah, we uh, we, we came know, there a, a couple of years ago. Me, uh, it Mark, was over three Arturo years ago. Went to the, the Queen's wow. Museum a few years ago and uh, talked about this whole show. Right, and and this then unfortunately awesome. uh, Arturo died about a half a year later. Uh, oh, and yeah. uh, but uh, Monty has uh, been been part of this from the the beginning, and uh, uh, I, I I I hope you don't mind me mentioning this, Monty. But he he also uh, uh, currently uh, does the audio visual uh, at, at a neighboring museum, the New York Hall of Science. So yeah, he, some of the audio, audio visual supervisor at the New York Hall of Science. So he's very much a part oh, wow. of this little community of. Uh, yeah, so anybody that comes here can uh, go over to the New York Hall of Science and ask for Monty. No, they better not yeah, do that. Sign my get book over there. <laughs> oh, we got to talk, Monty, after the show about that. Cause yeah, I have sure. No, the original the name of the, the yeah. exhibit was the Ramones Come Home. But the Grammy uh-huh. Museum got involved, and in you know, that wouldn't work in L.A., so they changed it to uh, the... Oh. The Say, name hey ho, now, let's go. Right? Uh, uh, the birth uh, of punk. The Ramones, Ramones and the birth, and the birth of, of punk. Yes. Well. Yeah. It, it, it's it's a collaboration that was uh, put together by the uh, Ramones management, 
um, mm-hmm. and uh, um, and it's it, uh, it, it, it's a good collaboration because um, the the Grammy Museum has a lot of clout uh, in the music world that the Queens Museum Absolutely. doesn't. Yeah, and so yeah. we've got stuff from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We got stuff from wow. the Guitar Center, um, oh, and, wow. and of course they also brought along the management, brought along Linda and and Mickey, um, mm. you know, who are are lending items. So so we we got all the legit stuff from all the legit sources, and uh, um, and the Grammy Museum just uh, people. Uh, um, you know, react. Uh, uh, they, everybody's heard of the Grammy Museum, so this is like getting a Grammy Award, even just That's doing right. an exhibit with their name. Uh, That's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, it's a very iconic show. It's it's beyond. I was in the Who Shot Rock and Roll show that traveled, but this show is is very iconic. And the idea um, that the Ramones are uh, are put in this area makes it even more amazing to me. It's so, uh, and they deserve it. And it's a it's a type of thing that will go on. It's I mean with the 1960s, it's the show endless. Be, yeah, it's going to be endless, endless about three thing. or four years maybe. Mark, right? And traveling. Uh, well, I'm I'm not quite sure about uh, uh, what the tourist schedule is. That that's the Grammy okay. Museum's Let's give the dates responsibility. Out again. Let's what? give the dates out again. It's the Queen's yes, Museum yeah, you, opening uh, April it, 10th, it, right? April 10th through uh, uh, July uh, 31st, I think. Yes. Okay. No. And, and then so it's, it's, a it's up here for about five LA. months, and there's lots and of events be... along the way. Awesome. Oh, yeah. and then at the Grammy Museum in LA on September 16th on display through March 2017. Um, what I wanted to ask you was, is there a website for anyone to go to to partici- to, to look this up? Because I saw some of the well, they could amazing the images. Museum. They, okay. they could go to the Queen's Museum website. Uh, well, the Grammy uh, okay. Museum, too. Yeah, the Grammy okay. Museum too. So, oh, listen, um, I want to I want to mention something uh, very quickly. Monty has yes. the very famous book on the road with the Ramones, which everybody should buy. By the way, yes, if people don't know it's about on, right it. now. It's Tell on Kindle and uh, e-book right now. Book. Yeah, yeah let's I mean, get it, into it, it, Monty's book after that. Yeah. Mark, yeah, no, Monty has an incredible think? book, uh, and it's, uh, we, uh, it, it's well uh, illustrated and and amazingly, it's been translated into seven languages. Yes, so that that's great. quite a quite an achievement. Wow, that's really amazing. Yeah, you know and what? It shows you the know popularity what? of the Ramones. Yeah, this is what I wanted to say. You know, the Ramones kind of, are, are kind of coming into the thing like the Beatles. You go to a child, you know, a young adult, and they all kind of know who the Ramones are. It's really funny. Um, you know, all ages. It goes. It spreads straight across the board, which is right. kind of like what we had with other a few other bands. But True. this is kind of like iconic. Who's moving stuff around? <laughs> Who's in the kitchen? <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Monty, are you cooking? Yes. Uh, hey, what listen, are you making? Rice and beans. Chicken vindaloo. Chicken <laughs> vindaloo, all right. There we go. You know, um, Mark, I wanted to ask you really quick, what um, made you just, what, what was the inspiration for this exhibit? Um, what Good. really... You know, how did this come about? Oh well, I've always been a Ramones fan. I, I lived on the Bowery uh, back in the '70s and was uh, a, a regular at uh, CBGBs. And uh, um, you know, I, I actually the first exhibit I ever 
organized was called Punk Art, uh, and uh, it included all the uh, visual artists out of CBGBs, including Arturo Vega and John Holmstrom and Roberta Bailey and uh, uh, quite quite a number like Alan, Alan Vega, Alan Suicide. Uh, um, we, we had quite an exhibition. Pat Place, who was in the contortions. Um, we, we, we kind of... Uh, uh, Ruth Martin, who had uh, done tattoos on the Dead Boys and on, uh, on, on Helen Wheels. So it was a very legit exhibition uh, uh, rooted in the visual art coming out of uh, out of the punk scene as it was unfolding at CBGB's. And, uh, you know, the Ramones were my, my favorite and uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, kind of stuck stuck with me. And um, I, I used to be the curator at the Queens Museum in the uh, um, uh, late 80s. Uh, and uh, the, the last show I ever did here was a, a, a giant show uh, on uh, Louis Armstrong. The jazz musician, oh, really? oh, how yeah, awesome. who lived a mile away uh, from the museum, the other direction, um, and oh, wow. uh, so uh, it, it, so it was just, well, just I was here talking um, with with the director, and uh, um, so I mentioned Ramones, and he said, "Let's do it." It took exactly one minute. Oh, it's Tom Finkelpearl. Tom Finkelpearl. That's amazing. And it, it took one year, but uh, then it took three years to uh actually happen it, it, it's been a bit of a roller coaster but uh it it, it looks like ev- everything seems to have kind of come together we're yeah we were over there a few years ago me you Arturo, and talking to tom about this uh quite a bit yeah yeah and then uh, arturo died and then yeah. tom finkel pearl became the director of cultural affairs and of new york city yeah. left the museum and then uh uh laura um, uh, Ruckenvik um, had had to come, you know. She became the new director, and right away she said, "Let's let's do it." And uh, the ch- the challenge was getting the uh, Ramones management to agree, but uh, they they came on board, and uh, um, you know, it, it's we're very fortunate that it, it's come together on the level it and has. That's awesome. That's really yeah. amazing. Now I want to say really quick before we go on any further. Again, this is a special edition of the Indie Cafe on the Red Velvet Media Network. If you tuned in late, I see some people going into the chat room, and I see a lot of people listening live. If you want to listen to the show after, if you missed the beginning, it'll be available on iTunes. Also um, on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio's immediate download as a podcast. And if uh, you'd like to call in later, um, the number is 347 347- Six seven seven one zero three six, and the chat room is open. Um, you do have to, however, create an account. But I do see quite a few people in the chat room. So um, we have um, uh, Mark H. Miller, Monty Melnick, and myself and Spencer Drake, and we were just talking about how the Ramones 40th anniversary show that's going to be happening at the Queens Museum and moving to the Grammy Museum in L.A. took place and. Uh, Mark's been filling us in on that, and maybe we can move on to Monty and your great book and how how this is exciting for you. I mean, this is like fun, I'm sure. Well, it's amazing. I'm right next door, and uh, this is incredible. I love yeah. it. Yeah. The Ramones come well, tell home. Tell us about your book. <laughs> your year, the Ramones came home, I know. Why don't you tell us about that book? Because, you know, you've been a guest on our show before, and we um, talked about your book. And uh, it's in seven languages now, and also a little bit about your experiences 
touring with the Ramones? Well, you know, I was with them for over 20 years, so uh, I have a lot of stories mm-hmm. and things uh, that I put in my book. My book is uh, a lot of uh, images and pictures and posters, and a lot, a lot of those things are in the museum show that I, uh, mm-hmm. I, I put in the museum show. It's re- really, not, really nice, uh, so... His snapshot collection, yeah. uh, uh, all the all the documents, Posters, that, t-shirts, the pinhead dress, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, okay, and, I'm, and, I'm and posting. The, I'm posting the links to everybody um, in the chat room, and also we'll give them out on the air too, as I'm looking them up right now. But that's awesome. Um, you want to tell us about any of your experiences on the road with the Ramones? Well, uh, you know, I wrote the book to kind of uh, give a, an idea what it's like to be the, the foundation underneath the Ramones, the the, the, uh, the people that worked underneath the Ramones, the the, the crew, the what what happened with the you know my my job as a tour manager. So it kind of gives a, a, an idea what it's like when you know people go to a show and they see the, the, the a band on stage. And then they don't realize there's a sound man there, there's a, a, road, a guitar roadie, a drum roadie. Other people that are involved in the show, if they're, if they're not doing their job, it's, it's not going to be really good stuff, you know. So right. my book uh-huh. kind of up all that stuff. I think it's a really yeah. hard job. I mean, that, that's one of the hardest jobs in the music business because you've got to keep everybody coordinated every day and have all the equipment and everybody together. Right, Monty? Well, and I not only have to deal with the crazy band, but a uh, crazy crew, too, that doubles my uh, <laughs> <laughs> craziness. Well, we want to hear, we wanna hear for everyone that hasn't read your book, and I'm going to be putting your link to your book as well. We want to hear some of those stories. Do you have any stories you want to share with any of our listeners? Oh, you're, like you're, any, you're talking uh, about 20, over 20 years in a row, okay. on the road there. There's so many stories. I, I can't really say one, not the other. You any know, that I mean, sticks out in your mind? Monty, come on. We know that you have <laughs> got one story. <laughs> uh, you know, just being in Argentina, being in the, the, the way they were uh, – Respected in Argentina, and and, and uh, whole, the whole thing, it was, it was amazing that that they, they got the uh, respect there that they really deserved, you know, in, mm-hmm. in South America. And Monty, you have a website as well. Um, Monty I'm, A. Melnick on Facebook. Mhm. And then you have your book. Where's your book available so people can get it? It's on Kindle, uh, Nook, and any ebook, and. Uh, out there. Okay. And what are you doing now um, besides doing these great exhibits and also working? Right now um, I'm the audiovisual supervisor at the New York Hall of Science, which is right next mm-hmm. door to the, the Queens Museum. And uh, I've been there 12 years, and it's, great, it's a great job. I love it. Well, I can see um, that it's awesome. You're on Facebook as well, and um, – I'm putting the book up right now on the also um, also the in May in May in May I'm going to have mm-hmm. an uh, on RR auctions RR auctions I'm I'm putting a lot of my stuff out there so uh, people can buy a lot of posters and stuff I have in my uh, I've amassed a lot of stuff in my my room here I'm putting out on auction so oh, really? a piece of the Ramones RR auctions I'll put it up on my Facebook site you can get some Ooh, stuff there nice. it's really 
That'd be really cool. Hey, we've got a caller calling in. Spence, you want me to take that, bring that caller? Yeah, in? let's see who it is. Definitely. Help. Okay, let's see who's calling in. Seven seven two, you're on the air. Who's this? Hi, this is Vera Ramon King. Vera, hey, love you. Vera. Hey. Hi, Vera. Hey guys, how you doing? How you doing, you man? My, this is Holly, and then you've got Spencer, and you've got Monty, Hi, Vera. and you've got Mark. Hi, Vera. Nice to meet you. I'm so glad you could call in today. Nice to meet you, too. Thanks for inviting me. Love you, Hi, Vera. Spencer. Yeah, hey, Vera, Vera, let's, uh, let's start off by telling me what what this show means to you as a person, because I know you're, you're a big factor in the Ramones uh, family. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, to me, it's all about keeping the legacy alive, and, I mean, as you can see, it's it's they're bigger now than ever. So I think that we're all doing a pretty good job. They would be so proud to to know this and that we're doing this for them. I I can't tell you how how much this would mean to them. It it was and, fun and working with with Vera and, and you know she, she's another gr- person from Queens. Um, and and for quite a while she lived with uh, Dee Dee right here in Whitestone near 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 Whitestone. So uh, we we've tried to uh, maximize the involvement of uh, uh, people connected uh, uh, to the Ramones uh, with, with the Queens connection. And Bear is definitely one of the more important ones. That'll be on John Holmes' map there. Yes. <laughs> hey, it, it, hi there. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, now, I where know. are you calling in from? Are you in New York, Vera? Call- You're right in New York. Not now. I'm I'm in Florida. I live here now. Um, after the divorce, I moved down to Florida. But I am coming up for the event, and I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. It's been a long time, so it's, it should be a lot of fun and a great, That's great amazing. cause. Yeah, it's just going to be great. Well, do you have any? We, well, I was trying to get some stories out of Monty. We heard about um, some of the places that they visited and about the tour. Um, I'm sure you have some stories you'd like to share with us about the Ramones and uh, about your experiences. <laughs> I have a lot of stories, but um, I mean, Dee Dee and I, um, we got married in New York, but we lived out in Whitestone, like Spencer said, for probably about 12 years. And mm-hmm. um, during the, during a lot of that time, we did travel. But as the, as John Holstrom was putting that map together, there's a lot of places that I also contributed to um, that were a part of Beatties and Arts History together. So I yeah. think that that should be a lot of fun. Forget about your wonderful book. Thank yeah, you. let's hear about this Thank book. You. Yes. Um, the book is called Poison Heart. I married Dee Dee Ramone. The Ramones years. Um, it came out about five years ago, but it's been doing well ever since. It's probably like one of those cult books, you know. And it's always mm-hmm. gonna, somebody else, a new generation is always going to want to be reading about the Ramones. So it'll probably be around for quite a while. And it tells a lot of the the stories that um, you were you were wanting me to talk about about Dee Dee and, and, and how he was and how the band was and, you know, the interaction of all the different personalities in the group. And it was, those were, that was quite the ride. That's all I can say. 
Did you travel with them a lot? I mean, you obviously went on the road. You Did you travel with oh, Dee Dee sure. when he went on tour? What was that we like all, for you? We were, we were always on the road. I mean, we would go on the road for three months, and then we'd come back for a couple of weeks, and we'd go back out. Uh, I probably did like three world tours with the band, and we I've been to most every I, almost every state in this in this country and a lot of lot of European tours as well as Australia, New Zealand, Japan, all over. I mean, just everywhere they went, we always traveled together. They're huge in Japan, aren't they? I mean, what was the culture like in Japan when you went there? Did you see how it was just so different than in America, but they still related to the Ramones as being one of their favorite music that they like to listen to. They loved the Ramones. The Ramones were huge when we were there and we found it to be like really amazing that um that such a different culture would embrace that that genre of music and as you know the I mean punk is, is very big in Japan even now. So um mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Japan was was awesome. We we really enjoyed playing there, and they did they did play on stage. I remember looking out at the audience at one point from backstage from the side of the stage, and I saw the balcony swaying back and forth, and they were playing really <laughs> oh, wow. loud. I said, "Wow, wow. they're really." Oh, that was an earthquake, Vera. That was an earthquake. I, I did. It was an earthquake. I didn't realize that until what? after the show, and we were in the in the dressing room, and um, I, I I thought they were just really what? rocking the house, but literally they played through an earthquake. It we were on the sixth something. floor of the building, oh and then all of a sudden That's things are so swaying funny. back and forth. It was an earthquake. It was an earthquake. <laughs> it was an earthquake. So I mean, you know. It, it was just, it was one thing after another. There was a lot of, lot of good times, a lot of good times, really. Great memories. I have no regrets. That's, well, you, you have fans in the chat room. Fernando Guerrero is saying Vera XOXO. Do you know Fernando <laughs> Guerrero? Yes, I do. Um, I met him at my, my book, pa- uh, book party at the Bowery Electric Oh, that's about, great. Oh, great. Uh, well, Fernando, yeah, he, we're he, giving you a shout-out. Yeah, okay, he, he's well, an thanks. assistant. He thanks. was an assistant to Arturo Vega and uh, uh-huh. did oh. photographs wow. of, of uh, Ramon's uh, merchandise. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in our he chat room. friend of Arturo's. We want to say to Fernando, thank you so much for tuning in. And, again, everyone that's listening in the chat room, if you missed the beginning, it will be available on iTunes afterwards and also on Red Velvet Media under the Indie Cafe. Um, wow, that's amazing. You guys played for an earthquake? Wow, Monty, that's terrific. Yeah, that was something else. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It, was, it, was, uh, it was quite something, yeah. That is funny. That is you know, the Rolls basically were a touring band. I mean, we did, they never sold a lot of albums over the years, so they, they made their, their nut touring touring and selling merchandise that's where they mm-hmm. made that up right that's true they were you always know, working they could never get any airplay but they worked and did radio stations and everything they could you know the, the movie came out and they they worked and worked and worked and after they stopped and and they didn't record anymore they got bigger than ever so it, it you could never huge. figure that out 
Well, now, Huge, now right. it's like uh, they they retired in 1996, and all of a sudden they got on the the TV shows of soundtracks and commercials and et cetera, et cetera. They're bigger than ever. My my line now is if the Ramones were this big when I was working for them, I would have gotten a big raise. <laughs> You're not kidding. Monty uh, deserved it. If anyone deserved a raise, it was Monty. You know that, Monty, right? Oh, Thank my you, Vera. God. Uh, I'm good. I can't wait to see you. I'm looking forward yes, to it. Yes, yes. It's going to be great. <laughs> I can't wait. It's, it's going to be a blast seeing everybody under one roof. I don't know if this is ever going to happen again. It's we'll a see. Big one. That's, it's a that's big amazing. one. We'll see. Hey, we'll hey Mark, see. is there any chance of this um, this tour, that this art exhibit and this installation traveling over to Europe at all? Because there's so um, many fans well, over there. Again, Again, it's the Grammy Museum that's organizing the traveling aspect of the show, and I, I know they would like to see it go um, uh, to Europe. Uh, they're they're also hoping to get it to go to Brazil uh, and oh, wow. uh, Ar- Argentina. Argentina too. I mean, they, yeah, they, you yeah. never know. It's, it's it could be big everywhere else. You you never know. Right, right. Okay, uh, listen, when, when, we've got we've got a call coming in from London. Hold on a minute. Oh, that's- Greg Leon, I bet. Hey, Craig. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's bring them in. Good afternoon or good evening, 441. Yeah, that's that's me. I'm uh, uh, over in England at the moment, (laughs) where I live most of the time. Hi, Craig. And? Hey, is that Mickey on there? Introduce yourself to us. Spencer. Yeah, we've got... Oh, hi, Spencer. Spencer. Hello. Spencer, Holly, Mark... Vera and Monty. Hello. Hi, Craig. Yeah, hello. So let me get in here on this one. Craig, introduce yourself and tell tell us about your life with the Ramones, your influence, which you had a great deal with. Well, I, I don't know about influence, but in, in, in any case, um, I was involved with them in the very early part of their career, like like a number of the other people that you have on the show at the moment. And um, I'm a musician and a composer and a record producer, but at the time I was a, a record producer, A&R scout for uh, Sire Records. And um, I nice. uh, you know, produced the first album, I guess, is what, what you guys are interested in on this show. Uh, yeah, so that was it. <laughs> That's enough. Well, we're happy you're here. We're happy you're here. We're glad that Spencer invited you to be on the show um, because he thought that you were very much uh, should be involved in this. Are you excited about seeing the exhibit? Uh, I'm I'm not seeing it because I'm not there. But, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm glad that it's actually happening. Yeah, it's going to happen in April. And we were just talking about it possibly going to Europe before you came on the air. Um, oh Mark, good. Um, I'm sorry, I, I I cut you off on that. So Mark, what was the, what were you saying well, about as, it? Well, as I, you know, I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's no definite uh, uh, dates or, or 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 places yet. Again, that that's something that the Grammy Museum is organizing, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm not uh, intimately uh, in, involved with that. Um, I'm I'm mostly responsible for the first incarnation of the show here in Queens. Besides yeah, going to, in a, to, to L.A. in September, though, it's, that's that, that definitely. Yeah, that, 
that's that's definite. That that's definite. It's going to look so, a little different. But that'd um, be cool. Uh, so everyone out there in Europe can fly into New York or can fly into LA, and hopefully we can. I, I could see this show doing really well in Japan or the Orient area. That would be really amazing. Anywhere and in the like world is going to do great. Yeah, I think it it'll is. be great. Too. Yeah. I, I want to go back to Craig because uh, I want to ask him a question. I mean, the the album that you work on, that you actually produced, uh, was very iconic in in, in the Ramones uh, history. You know, it seems people go to Ramones albums as I see it, and they go to the first one, which is very big, right, Monty? And then they'll go, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Road to Ruin, and the albums I worked on, Road to End of the Century, Road to Ruin. Uh, those early albums are amazing. Uh, Craig, tell us about the, how you got the job to be producer. How did this work in? Uh, it was by default. Uh, what, what, what had actually happened was um, in, in my job at Sire, I uh, actually brought them into the label. Mm. And, uh, well, you did. But, but, oh. and, and, and in those days, the... Uh, especially when we didn't have any budget, which is what uh, Sire didn't have in those days. It, it was very underfinanced. It wasn't a big record company or anything like that. Uh, since I was the A&R guy that was spouting off that these guys were going to be a hit, um, and, and when I meant a hit, I, I, I don't mean a hit in a commercial sense. I mean a hit in a musical sense. Uh, they said, okay, prove it. <laughs> so I ended up producing the record. And well, I had to do it for a very, very low budget. It was it, it was a low cost record in those days. Hey, hey Craig, I got to tell you something. I work freelance for Sire, and I got to tell you, the art director said to me, Craig, he, uh, John Gillespie said, Spencer Seymour pays you uh, first before anybody at Sire Records, and I found out why. You know why, Craig? Because I didn't charge that much. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, I was a couple other reasons, but that's They really good. <laughs> didn't have a budget then. I mean, they really didn't have a budget for album covers even. You know what I'm saying? No, no, they they, they were they were severely underfunded. Right, exactly. You know, and they, and they weren't a big corporate part of Warner Brothers or anything else at that point. Which, and the big you know, thing obviously... that I found out with, with, with the Ramones was that Warner Brothers – kept on killing Seymour. You know, he, they said, what the hell are you signing this group for? They did the same with Talking Heads, remember? I mean, the early days well, of Sire, Seymour was fighting with Warner Brothers, right? I mean, Well, it wasn't was Warner's. It was another label called ABC. Uh, okay. ABC was the original distributor. He went to Warner's later with the, with the label but yep. in 1977. But, uh, but, but in any case, uh, yeah, uh, they they didn't understand the Ramones at all, our distributor, or yeah, or, yeah. or anything like that. They they, they in fact, uh, quite honestly, they didn't want to release it. Wow. Uh, they, they 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 were absolutely offended by it. Craig, and, what are your views? Uh, on... You can believe that now, but then again, that which is really revolutionary becomes really mainstream and influential many 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 years later. Well, talking about uh, many but, years, but, what do you think, Craig? I mean, thirty-eight years later, it goes gold. Thirty-eight years, <laughs> unbelievable. Well, history. well that's, that, history, that, that's an interesting record record company mythology as well. Um, yes, indeed. After thirty-eight years, the first album went gold, but you got to realize that it was deleted many, many, many years ago when they'd started doing the reissues. Now, when the, al- when the various reissues of the album came out, since SoundScan 
has, has been available if any, anybody out there has SoundScan, which is the thing that measures digital uh, sales of records. Uh, the first album has accounted for about 3.5 million records worth of sales in the U.S., and um, it's probably up around 5 or 6 million plus worldwide. Wow. Okay. Wow. So, well, yeah, that's the crazy. Very fir- the first album, Sire 7520, or whatever the hell the number is, was, um, you know, went gold 38 years later. Lovely story. The same songs on other albums, like Ramones Mania, etc., 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 in various box sets over many years, has sold many, many more times than 500,000 records. And selling isn't what it's all about. What the Ramones were all about wasn't about selling, although, yes, they wanted to sell records. But... Um, what, what, what's important about the Ramones is that they they, they um, actually made a statement that that would to actually go out and start their own bands. That was the important part. Oh of wow! Ramones. You that, know, that's whether, why they, whether, the Johnny whether they sold or not theory. doesn't mean anything. Quite quite honestly, uh, you know, uh, how, you know, how how many books did Allen Ginsberg sell? You know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Selling is just modern, uh, a modern way of measuring success. That's amazing. Well, now, what are you doing the over there in Europe? I want to know what you're doing. Oh, over well, there I in live London. here. <laughs> oh, you do? What part of London are you? I've in? lived here for many, many, many years. I live in Europe. I'm American originally, but I moved to mm-hmm. to, to Europe to be able to do my own music, which is what I do. Now, if now, you go on the you, Wikipedia, you, you, you'll find out what I do. Uh, no, no, no. It, it, I have. It's I've not quite at, the Ramones, but but it, but it actually no, I've is. I've looked at what you do. Mm-hmm. What I wanted to yeah. ask you was, do you see a lot of Ramones influence within Europe and the area that you're in? Well, there's, the Ramones were very influential. I mean, uh, one, one of the most important influential things socially was that in 1976, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when the album first came out uh, over here, they they appeared at the Roundhouse. Uh, which is a, uh-huh. you know a, a popular venue that's still going, and at that gig, there were many 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 people who were in bands who had heard the first album, who had heard it on the radio from John Peel and a couple of other people, uh, who'd read about it that Nick Kent had written, who was a writer who was the first one to write about it, and they went to the first gig at the Roundhouse, and that influenced them to go in that direction for their bands. Now, that was a lot of bands. That was the uh, basically the UK punk movement, as it was called. Uh-huh. Um, you, you know, and that that started quite a bit of a musical revolution in in this country, which uh, you know the Ramones were partially responsible for. Right. Oh, absolutely. I believe that. Yeah. That's why yeah, I that, think they that's, came that's up with the, the birth of punk. That's the importance of the Ramones. Not 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 if they sold. 500,000 records or 5 million records. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it, that, that, that's immaterial. Uh, I, I certainly don't get any money off of the Ramones record sales. So uh, I, don't, I don't know if, they, if, they, if the family does either. So oh, they, they uh, do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Some cool. of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, my, that's my theory about being the Johnny Appleseed of the, the punk movement. Uh, you know, they were out there. Right. Spreading the word and people, uh, groups, uh, people saw that they they can do it. Why not us? And then other bands yeah. formed. Yeah, they, they they were doing that and they said, well, look, we 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 can play uh, 
four chords real loud, and uh, they did it, and that, that's that, that's brilliant, you know. Well, they invented a new genre of music, so I I guess, you know, you have to, they are the pioneers of punk. I guess you'd want to call it that. There there were other, arguably, there's other people that were before them, and, um, but but they were the ones that influenced immediately the punk, which was actually a UK uh, terminology and invention, uh, actually started, yeah. You know, punk was the Sex Pistols and the Clash and the adverts and and uh, you know, X-ray oh, yeah, and all the they've, they've tried to uh, relegate the Ramones as proto-punk. Uh, well, punk was the name of a magazine. <laughs> right, a New York that, that magazine. Occurred in the village we have another Holt. caller call, calling in. Would you like? Yeah. Okay, I want you to talk on the show. Hello. Talking in the background. Yeah. Hold on a Call second. And then press one. I want you on the show, man. Okay, hold on. I've got somebody. One, 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 one. Who's this? Okay, you got it. you're on the other one. Should I tell Holly you're on Hello? the other one? Hello? Yes? Hello? Hi. Who's calling in? Hello? I've got, I've got, it's just the number that's coming in is one, 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 one. Who's that's this? That's me. That's one of the best numbers you could ever hear. Yeah, hey, but listen, I uh, Holly, I just spoke to Mickey. He's on the line, you told me. I'm Mickey here. Lee. Well, I've got, I've got, is that, M- Mickey, is that you? That's me. Mickey, you're there. Okay, yes, welcome to the show. I'm number, I, I'm number one, 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 one. you're coming through is all one today. <laughs> it's good you're not six, 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 six. Reggae reverb vision it, it, of, uh, of uh, number one. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. It was very expensive got, to get that number. You've got Spencer, Monty, Vera, Mark, and Craig, and uh, we're all here. So welcome to the show. I was wondering where everybody <laughs> was. We're all, we're all here, here so waiting for you. Okay. Right. Hey, and Mickey, again, let me ask you a question. Ramones. Mickey, I want to ask you a question. Spencer, what does this show on, mean Spencer. to you? Wait a minute. Spencer, what? Spencer hold what? on a minute. And for I want to say this really quick because we're halfway through the show. For every, okay. everyone that's tuning in late, if you missed the beginning, you can uh, listen to the show again on iTunes afterwards. And the uh, chat room's open. I see a lot of people in the chat room. And if you'd like to call in, 347-677-1036. And uh, there you go, Spence. What were you going to say? You were going to ask me I was going to say, um, Mickey, him. what does this show mean to you? And I know you're the brother Joey, which we all want everybody to know if they don't know. And I want to ask you what this show means to you. Which show? This show or the Ramones? Uh, the, uh, the, the exhibition. <laughs> what show? What a good what show. show. What show? The, the, every day is a show. I thought you were asking me about what how I feel about your show. This show. No. What? What is your what show? Do you think show? Great show. show. Spencer, oh, no, Holly, no. it's a wonderful show. Holly's doing a great job. I, I think. Oh, and Spencer and everyone else. Yes. I love this and show I'm so, so far. This but Mickey, Mickey, answer that question. I understand. What, what is, is what the museum exhibit? What show mean? that Mark put together mean to you? It's, um, well, I guess, you know, that things keep happening that I think nothing can top this, you know, right back from the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, Award and the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. I, and now there's this, you know. So um, it just keeps getting museum. better and better. And, uh, the world keeps uh, becoming more familiar with with the Ramones and who they are. 
if they weren't familiar before. And it's just. And uh, I wanted to bring up your book. You had a book out, which was very, uh, you know, your book. I just yeah, it was very informative. I believe. Yeah, and you and you're working. You told me you're working on a book with Craig now, right? Can we talk about that? Can we? Yeah. Can we? Sure. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Since Craig is on, we're we're working on something. What are you working on? Spill it. Well, let's, well, we're working let's, on a put it, let's just put it this way. Um, I was friends with these guys. One of them I, I've known since I was born, really. Aww. And, and grew up with the other guys, Johnny and Tommy and, and Dee Dee. And I was around when they were f- just talking about forming this band, even. And then I went to uh, to work with them, for them, mm-hmm. in various ways. Uh-huh. And... Um, Help them put their show together so they, you know, there wasn't these five-minute gaps in between. And I was there, you know, all the way in, and in this recording studio when they made their first album. Wow. As, as was Craig. Right. Uh-huh. So I think that kind of might give you an idea of what we're going to be, what we're writing about. It sounds great. Oh, that's awesome. How's that's that going to be a really. That's going to be a great book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be a really cool book. Well, Monty, um yeah. were you in the studio you were in the studio too at, at one point or another, off and Not on, in, right? In, in the uh, initial studio though. No, I was in the okay. performance studios before that. Mon- Monty worked oh, in awesome. the, the studio where the remote did Monty their very first the... show, but not in uh not in the Plaza recording studio where they made well, the album. I wanna, I want to hear about that. I want to hear about the beginning. What was that like? Was it? I mean, how did they decide what they were going to be, how they were going to present themselves and their style and everything? I'm. That's. First, Joey on drums and Dee Dee on bass singing and uh, Johnny playing guitar and Tommy was just going to produce them and manage them. At that point, though, they were still were as far as fashion is what you're talking about. They. They yeah. were still they were still um on the, in the into the glitter glam. Sorry, I live right near by the Long Island Railroad. Did Arturo um, Vega influence okay. them? Yeah, that's the, uh, Did Arturo five, Vega influence them? Five forty going by. Hold on, they, Spencer. They they were glitter and um, glam. They were into right, glitter and glam. You know, they had been okay. going to a place called the Coventry, um, where a lot of glam mm-hmm. bands played, and then they were into the New York Dolls, and they were looking like that. Initially, if you uh-huh. look at, see some of the very first footage of them playing at CBGB, you'll see what they how what they that, were wearing. That's going to be in the exhibition. That that footage. Right. Yeah, Johnny was that's in spandex. Cool. Exactly. Yeah, I saw that. John was wearing spandex pants and like a um, I don't know a leopard uh, collared jacket. Uh, and Granny uh, takes a trip. Uh, oh my God. And Joey was wearing these uh, like vinyl uh, stretch pants. Or what they call them in those days, I guess. Spandex. Spandex. <laughs> Spandex. And he was still kind of acting on stage, performing the way he had in, been doing in a band called Sniper that he was in prior to the Ramones, which was the, the mm-hmm. first band he ever sang in. Uh, it was oh, the wow. lead singer of. He had been a drummer. Mm. So um, he w- when he played with Sniper. He tried to. He had this very fey, um, you know, Bowie-ish kind of uh, stance. Wow. 
And in that video, he still uh, he was still performing that way. Yeah, wow. there's a touch of that. Until John, uh, well, you know, they decided to change their look, you know, for reasons uh, maybe too long to get into now. Can I? Uh, I got to ask you a question about Arturo Vega. What did Arturo Vega, so everybody knows out there, the play he had with the Ramones? Anybody can answer that one, Monty or Mark or Monty. you know. What do you mean? Monty. What's your question? Well, Arturo Vega was a lot to do with the marketing, right, of the, of the group. Well, he was always a big fan of Ramones. He he was hanging around the performance studios way before anybody else was. He was just a big fan. He he saw something in the Ramones that he loved, and he and he was an artist, and he wanted to be part of it. Arturo right. was actually in a performance troupe called the Cockettes, ah, which was um, uh, you know was. Not subversive, but they were um, kind of groundbreaking in the uh, gay theater, and whatever you want to call it. Um, very flamboyant uh, troupe of actors, mm-hmm. and right. Um, I don't know what other things he was, was going on at performance studio that he went to see. But he well, yeah, he was uh, he was hanging out with the Ramones uh, early on, watching them. You know, because uh, Steedy was living there, and yeah, Joey was yeah. living in his office. Joey was living there, yeah. So he's well, very friends, say, friends with he, them. So, he but he, he, he uh, artistically, he wanted to be involved in the group, you know? And and so he got involved doing their lighting, doing banners, helping Well, yeah, well, initially he uh, started doing uh, T-shirts for them. We couldn't afford to take him on the road with us, so... They, uh, initially, he would uh, come on the road and sell T-shirts, and that would pay his way on the road. Mm-hmm. Eventually, initially, he, he was just we, losing money yeah. before he started tell, selling T-shirts. Yeah, and eventually, I mean, he started doing lights, and he was great. Uh, I mean, being an artist, he was terrific at doing lights, and that that's how he fell into doing the lights for the Ramones. Right. That happened about, after, I don't know, sometime around 1977. Yeah. Uh, 78, even. I guess around seventy-seven, really. Now, now let me ask you a question. The album covers that I worked on and other people worked on. There's a the Ramones logo. Did Art, didn't Arturo put that together? The logo of the Ramones name. You know what I'm saying? Well, he adopted the presidential seal. The presidential yeah. seal, yeah. Um, but I'm but talking about. I'm going beyond that. I'm talking about the album covers also. Like when I did Road to Ruin or End of the Century, there's always a, a logo of the name Ramones. And I think Arturo did that. You mean just the name itself? The name, right. Because what, the, the, the font? Well, actually, the font. Tommy, yes, the Tommy font. picked that. Setting. Tommy, Tommy picked Tommy out the font? That, oh, how cool. That Arturo okay. opened a book of fonts to show him, mm-hmm. and Tommy okay. chose that. So that's oh, a bit really? of a misconception, I think. Really? Right. That's, I'm glad you brought yeah. that up. I'm really glad you brought that up. Okay. Well, uh, this Charles is put really the, interesting. The, 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 the presidential seal thing, uh, Charles, he put that all yeah. together. Yeah, that seal is was making um, Ramones T-shirts with eagles even before that. Yes, right. I think it, that was kind of a natural okay. progression for him. The, f- the first one was what did the, like the eagle in the eagle cavern, which is a gay bar in the Chelsea. Oh, okay. Um, so what did well, the eagle mean to him? The eagle Well, he, he had a belt buckle with an eagle on it. That's the first, if you look at the back of the first cover on right, the first, first album, there's an eagle of, uh, that's how Turtle's belt buckle. Yeah. It, it, has, it has a kind of sense of authority. Uh, and uh, uh, I guess that's the way it it it, it functions. Uh, well, but then it was it like what, what Arturo was, uh, what, what, what appeal the eagle held for Arturo. Um, you know, I, I don't know if we 
could say that here. And well, he, he came from Mexico, and the eagles on the flag. It's oh. um, you know, it's it's a very uh, you know com, common image, but uh, it 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 definitely uh, um, you know work work with the Ramones, and then substituting Absolutely. the arrows, he put baseball bat. That's and, what right. That's what uh, was great about having Arturo there. He had that artist's eye. Uh, yeah, you know. I mean it, it, it's it's really quite amazing putting together the exhibition and just seeing the range of T-shirts that were produced, but also little things like the backstage passes. I mean, there oh. there must be you know thousands of them. You know, all different designs. Did Arturo design. design. so he, did he, he design a, a, a certain uh, initially you know, the first ones he did, yes. Uh, yeah. Backstage uh, passes. Yes. Yeah. Really. Yes. Wow. But <laughs> after that. Wouldn't the club be uh, the people hear, who did that? I want. I want to know. We're talking about the tour like, passes. Uh, make, the that. tour passes. Ah, right. Yeah, the tour passes are cool. But I want to know from you what it was like growing up around that. Did you guys have musical influence? What What made them decide to get this band together with he playing oh. in a previous band? We'd all been playing in bands since you know we were. I was sort of when I was ten years old and. Uh, uh-huh. That's when I first met John and Tommy and I think Monty even. Yeah. Um wow. my, I had a friend who was, uh, who had an older brother who was the age of uh, John and Tommy and I'm not I'm not sure how old Monty is. He's uh he's forever young. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it. Um, that's how uh, so I, they were about 16, I was about 10 and uh Wow. And they were rehearsing in my friend's basement. Is it George Goodrich? George Goodrich, exactly. And, in um, a basement. You, Monty, weren't cool. you in a band with George? Yeah, yeah, with Tommy and stuff. Was yeah, sure. Triad. triad? triad? It's me, Tommy, and George Goodridge was Triad. Right, that's right. Yeah. So we every we, we don't been playing we since we were Craig, teenagers. Guys. Hopefully, Craig will call back in. Oh. Okay. okay. Yeah, he'll call back in. But go ahead, oh, carry go ahead. on. I want to hear about this playing at ten years old, playing in a basement, well, that was me. playing with but, your brothers. Um, we've all been. Yeah. Uh, we've all been playing in. Uh, since we were kids, it was a young whippersnapper mm-hmm. watching us. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. We sit, sit, me and my friend, sitting silently in the laundry room, in the, in the or in the boiler room, watching these guys play in the in the basement. Right. Wow. Well, one of the photos in the exhibit uh, uh, has Mickey on guitar and uh, Joey uh, playing playing drums in their in their bedroom. I don't know exactly how old you are there. You, what, what about fifteen? Or he was about fifteen. You must have been about ten, huh? I was twelve years old. Twelve years old, yeah. And uh, did they always have the sound that um, they started out in th- that we hear now today? What did it start out like? Like that. <laughs> yeah, really? One, one of wow. the again, but a lot slower. Well, let yeah. me tell you, in the early years, it was raw, 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 raw. Come on, Mickey, right? It was, yeah, I mean, it was it, very it, raw stuff in the beginning. It couldn't have been any more raw, uh, you know. Um, but John, in John the exhibit, what, what, one of the things uh, that, that we found was uh, a, a promotion kit that Tommy put together right. in very early 75 that included a reel-to-reel tape, and we've just transferred uh, oh, that really? tape uh, to digital. And uh, uh, you know, I, I I'm I'm anxious to uh, uh, get the chance to uh, you know show it to you, uh, Mickey and 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 Monty. Uh, I I assume well, you know, it's the um, earliest recording. No, I, they gave me a tape. Tommy gave me a tape. It must have been 1974, very early 1974, because you had to. He wanted to get these songs copywritten, right? 
Yeah, they're all copyrighted. The Library of Congress. So there was there were no cassettes in those days. You still you had to write the music out. Um, you know, the music of, of formation and uh, and send it in with the lyrics to the Library of Congress. So I was in studying music at the time, so I could I could uh, listen to the songs and write it out in musical notation, which I did for about four or five songs, and they paid me fifteen dollars a song. I wanted yeah, to touch the tape songs. <laughs> they gave you fifteen dollars. Fifteen bucks. Wow. That was a lot of money back then. It was. I know. I know. Now yeah. I want to hear about wow. Monty when he was playing in a band with uh, some of. The, you said you played in a band with who? Who was it, Monty? Well, Tommy, uh, Jeff Salen, uh, I Ben called Butch wow. with Jeff Salen from Puff Darts. We played the Mercer Art Center the day before it fell down. What happened? Oh, it collapsed. Yeah. yeah, the day before. The God. band called Butch. Me, Tommy, Ramon, uh, Tommy Early, and, and um, Jeff Salen, and a drummer called Harry. Uh, we played there. Was that like a glam oh, band? Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a glam band, yeah. <laughs> if you see the pictures of Bush with the high heels and the spandex yeah. and, the, and the suspenders, it was crazy. You have pictures? Yeah, it's in my book. Yeah. And, and in the exhibition. Uh, not not all of Monty's bands, but uh, one of the you wear makeup and, and high not heels? Not makeup, no, just uh, high heels and suspenders. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Granny takes a trip. I can't believe any of this. Monty, I want to raise yeah, your closet. Do you still have those high heels? It would give me a break, no. <laughs> uh, damn. You know what this is like? This is like Twisted Sister in another form. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna, I, wa- I want to know who did you. Nobody wore makeup? Did anybody no, 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 no. The, the, the dolls went into makeup. We didn't. I, I wasn't into that. No, no. No. Come on, Not even no. now. <laughs> Come on, Matthew. No, wait a minute. No oh, makeup. Suspenders and high heels, yes. I well, nobody was looking? So you, played, you played in a band in, in the place that fell down the next day it fell down. Yeah, Where the Mercer was that? Arts Center, if you, you look in the history of that. It's a very famous the, you know, place. Vinyl, that show vinyl. But, uh, it was, is, yeah. that, is that the one in the show vinyl that fell yeah, down? Yeah, that's right. But that they, had, they had it happening okay. as the Dolly. They yeah. had it happening as the New York Dolls that were was playing. And that's Actually, not, you know, Johnny Ramone came and saw us at that show and said he loved me as a bass player in a band. He didn't say wow. anything about Tommy. So, Monty, this is a good question here. Why did were you not in the Ramones? <laughs> yeah. Because what at happened? that, you know, at that, you know, I, I was in, in 1971, 72, I was in a band called 30 Days Out on Warner Brothers Reprise. Right. We had two albums out. I remember. A country rock band. I was in this oh. other oh stuff at the time. Oh, my God. Country rock. Country rock? <laughs> yeah. I have so, albums out on Reprise Records. All right, that was 72. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I, I couldn't go transition transition from country rock to, to punk very easily. <laughs> well, Tommy made the transition from punk rock to folk. Right, well, yeah, right. Well, he, he did, did to, well, to bluegrass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, indie, indie. We, we have his mandolin in the exhibition. Really? Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So now, what about this real this this movie? Somebody said they had a reel of of a movie. No, it's so not I a movie. It, it's thing? an audio tape, a real, real to real audio tape, and um, oh, cool. um, yeah, and and it's just the other day we 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 had it uh, transferred 
so so that we can listen to it. Um, and okay. uh, uh, you know, and it's going to be playing um, in in the first room there, and it has to be just about the earliest uh, recording. I'm, I'm I'm eager to get a little history. Uh, about it from uh, um, maybe Mickey or or from Mark. Uh, isn't there a photo in that in that, that package? That, a, a photograph of the, the Ramones, but and there John is still wearing like spandex pants. And um, that photo is, I I think, in there. Uh, I, I I was just about ready to send it to you, uh, just to see if you could identify the photographer. It that it, it it's all part of this little promotional packet that Tommy put together a, a very early photo of them which is just a, a touch of glam uh and uh, um this audio tape um they're incredible the the incredible first press release uh where where they uh um you know it's it the humor is really in that press release and much to my surprise two pages of lyrics uh for six songs which are the six songs uh on on this tape and uh um, I, I I thought at first this is what they sent to like Danny Fields and uh, uh, Lisa Robinson to recruit management or, or just get publicity, but um, it, it looks like it's probably what they sent to record companies. Um, and oh they, wow! It, it, so they're yeah, in no, it's a, it's, yeah, and, yeah, and 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 complete with a return self-address envelope because in those days uh, you didn't want to lose that reel-to-reel tape that <laughs> cost real money. So That's why uh, I wondered why you were asking wow. me or John was where Tommy lived. You had his address right there. Yeah, right right <laughs> on there. Yeah. You know, oh. I mean, That's uh, crazy. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's crazy? a lot of really incredible things. I, I let me just add one of the great things that Mickey has mm-hmm. lent uh is a uh, portrait of Joey uh, by by their mother, uh, uh, Charlotte. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, oh. uh, it's a pastel portrait, and uh, she had a a gallery in Forest Hills uh, Art Garden. And that was, it was uh, in Joey, 1972, so it was like kind of right before he he got into the glam thing. Uh huh. And it can, was the basement of the art gallery that uh, um, that they they used to rehearse uh, uh, very early, and uh, maybe it's the basement that they didn't want to go into. I don't uh, know. Well, uh, there's a lot of big water bugs down there. So that <laughs> okay, that's well the explanation. <laughs> we used to take um, little uh, paper clips and rubber bands and and uh, try <laughs> and, and oh, have target practice. Funny. Yeah, Listen a little bit cruel, story, I guess, if you Spencer. like it, if you if you like water bugs. I'm not uh, politically bugs. correct, probably these days, but. And again, all I want to make an announcement anyway. here, Holly and everybody. The Queens Museum just tweeted me on our show. They loved it. <laughs> They're loving it. Great. We love That's the Queens great. Museum. I'll tell you about the drawing, and then I'll uh, I'll uh, leave the show to you guys. So I don't want to take up too much time. Oh yeah, my mother was oh, a, yeah. Uh, we love having you on about the water bugs and about paper clips and come on. She went to Pratt, she went to Pratt Institute and uh, was a commercial artist before she got married, uh, working as a commercial artist. So, um, but then you know she gave all that up when she got married and had me and my brother and. Um, Eventually, she did start uh, painting again and drawing. Um, so she was an art. She's an artist, and she was always wanted to be wow. in, uh, in that field. So her and her friend, mm-hmm. who uh, had mutual passion for this, from Forest Hills, opened up an art gallery, and they went out and sought art from new artists all over the uh, country and all over the world, really. And 
they uh, opened up a gallery on Queens Boulevard, and uh, there was a basement there where my band and, and uh, the Ramones rehearsed. We just lost 772. Who was that? Did we lose Vera? Maybe you still have me, Mark. Monty? Okay, Vera. Oh, yes. Vera. If- i got to say Charlotte to um, Mickey. Uh, she was a wonderful, wonderful woman. Oh, thanks, Monty. Uh, she was uh, an amazing, amazing person, and uh, I can't say m- too much about her. Monty was incredible. Monty was like another uh, one of the family. Right. Yeah. So yeah. My, That's my, great. My, you know. Yeah. Um, you know all this stuff that you've been able to uh, do, and then now you're writing this book. I think that's great. I know Vera wrote a book. She was talking about her book. And Vera, we lost you. So if you um, lost you by mistake, please call back in. We'd love to hear. We'd love to have you Holly, back I on want, here. Yeah, Holly, I want to bring Go up ahead. something. Mickey, Mickey, you have a benefit for Joey. Could you tell the people about it? You do yeah, every year. Yeah, I want year? to hear about that. Sure, it's called the Joey Ramon Birthday Bash, um, and it's just kind of a continuance of something he used to do when he was alive. He'd uh, on his birthday, he'd have these big shows he'd you know organize, and um, he'd have some of his uh, contemporaries like Lemmy and um, people of that stature. But he also always had some of the unsigned bands that just played the club circuit in, in New York City as a way to give them exposure. So, I, me and my mom, uh, well, when he was in the hospital, uh, it was April, and uh, it was going to be his 50th birthday. He wanted to have a big birthday bash. And uh, he made us promise that we would have one in his honor if he was there or not. So we did it. And I just kept it going since. So this is the 16th annual Joey Ramone birthday bash coming up. And All right. we do it as a way to, uh, you know, to honor him and uh, his his birth and his life. And also to raise his money for um, lymphoma research. What is he going to do? At um, the studio at Webster Hall. Yeah, and, uh, good, of good. Of course, Monty's invited always. Yes, I love going in there. Yeah, you you be there. Um, so yeah, it's on May nineteenth, and um, we have uh, Clem Burke. Well, what I'm going to do this year oh, is Clem, have a band. Really nice. Yeah, That's the Elvis a, Ramon, by Elvis the way. Elvis Ramon. Is making his return. Uh, so I, and we don't usually do this, but this year it's special. So we're going to have a, a band play the whole, the entire first Ramones album. Wow! And have different singers come up, but this oh, a, a set band, which is Clem Burke on drums, Cheetah Chrome on guitar, and Mike oh Watt on bass, and a guy named Walt Stack from a, a local punk band called the Bullies. They'll be the band. And then um, other people are going to come up and sing the songs. That's great. That sounds great. Yeah, Monty's going to sing a song, I think. Yeah, I'll sing Monty, a song. Monty, in your <laughs> all the way. in your high heels. Monty, <laughs> get your guitar out, Monty. Get your guitar <laughs> the out. Bass, the bass. Yeah. Hey, Mickey. Yeah, yeah, you can play bass, yeah. No, like, uh, Mike, Mike Watt's playing bass, but um, you can play along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That yeah, it's a great funny. event. It's I didn't a beautiful, know that about beautiful, beautiful thing. Monty's been the MC at many, at many of them, and uh, 
I don't know, there's just a great feeling in the room that night. It's kind of magical. It's everybody just comes with just love and respect, and there's no bad feelings, and it's a, it's a beautiful night. It's all good times. It is. It is. So thank you. You know what I wanted to say. What I wanted to say to everybody here today was that um, this is a really important show because not only are we talking about the Ramones, we're talking about the fantastic um, museum uh, um, tour that you're going to be doing that opens again at the Queens Museum from April 10th through July 31st, 2016. And then it's going to travel to the Grammy Museum in L.A. at September 16th on display through March 2017. And I put the links in the chat room for the Queens Museum as well as the Grammy Museum and also to Monty Melnick's uh, book and also Vera's book. And then also, um, when you come out with your book, I would love to have well, you I back have a on book the out. show. You could, uh, yeah, we got to get you on, Mickey. If you, if you like. Yeah, Mickey, I want to have you back on. Personally, I don't really like to use Ramones events to sell my book, but it's, uh, I, you know, it's your your choice. Well, I want to hear Love the name of your book, Mickey. It's great. With uh, paper clips and uh, paper clips <laughs> and rubber bands. <laughs> and that, that was a good book. But, um, you know, you said something about your mom having an art museum. Um, where was a gallery. that? A gallery. A gallery. Okay. Yeah. Where was the gallery at? It was on Queens Boulevard. Um, okay. I try on get, uh, get John's map, John Holmstrom's map of the Ramones okay. of Queens. That's that's one of the the sites uh, that that you'll see there. Somewhere between that's not comic. I mean, that's basically the where. Where the Ramones first started playing, right? Was there, or the, the first, or the garage? Their first rehearsals. There's no garage. Oh, wow. I when That's I was amazing. in a band with, with John, we put, we rehearsed in the garages. That's crazy. But that was That's you know great. years before that. We rehearsed in the garage of John's building and my building and uh, um, somewhere in Thornycroft. Yeah, but not uh, not the Ramones. That's, Somebody that's said asked me something about the Ramones play in a battle of the bands in a Jewish center. Was that you, Mark? No, I, ne- I never asked that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but but that would be a good good story. Well, I don't know that. No, I think Richie Adams uh, talked about the Tangerine Puppets playing in a, uh, a Jewish center. Maybe that's where it came from. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, you know, I wanted to respond to that tweet that you got, Spence. Um, they mentioned uh, both of us in there, and they called me Steffi. That's my last name. My first name is Holly. So, I know. Yeah, that's cool. Steffi's a cool name. Steffi could be my it first is. name, but I yeah, got Drayton Steffi. Steffi. I got Drayton Steffi, yeah, Holly. Drayton Steffi. I want to thank. <laughs> I want to thank. I want to thank the Queens Museum for twittering about the exhibit because it's all over the place. So I know that we dropped a lot of press in Europe too last night. About yeah, and also, I, I, Holly, I want to say I want to thank the, uh, David Strauss at the Queens Museum for supplying us photographs mm-hmm. for our radio promo. He was very nice about that. And, uh, Absolutely. We love, the, we love the museum and they've been very nice and, uh, and the show is going to be amazing. The show is going to be amazing at the Queens. That's a great museum, you know. It was yeah. built in 1939 for the 1939 World's Fair. Really? But wow! You're museum, kidding, right? 
I didn't know that either. We're right outside the museum is the Unisphere, which is the world's largest global structure. Uh, and uh, inside the museum is the panorama of the city of New York, which was built for the 64 World's Fair. That was and the, the uh, scale. New York City Pavilion? Yeah, it, and it's a scale model that has every building in New York City. I mean, it's an incredible 9,000 over 9,000 square feet. Uh, so, um, you know, just, just for that, uh, it, it's worth coming to the Queens Museum. And so any Ramones fan, uh, um, they're, they're, it, it's, it's definitely worth the, the trip because the, the, the Ramones exhibition, is, as I said earlier, it's, it's beyond uh, uh, what we could have realistically expected when we started. And uh, it, it's really all come together, and, and the spirit's really good. Yeah, Mark, it's going to be a great, great show, great show. Well done, Mark. Yeah. I want to thank Craig for calling in because we lost him. He was in mm. um, London. I want to thank him so much, and I want to also thank Vera for calling in. We lost both of them. And, and Vera uh, uh, also, uh, she she loaned a number yeah. of, of, of things, including Dee Dee's report cards. Wow. Really? You're I kidding. Love that. Yeah. You're yeah. kidding. Oh, yeah, my God. That, that's so and funny. and uh, we also we also have one of Joey's report cards too. Uh, oh, so, that's great. Yeah, we, we're that's we're taking great. them back to high school. It, it's the real <laughs> rock and roll high school. Also, uh, Simon and Garfunkel came from there. A lot of people. Ah, uh, yeah, amazing. that's right. Yeah. That's amazing. Archie and Bunkers, Monty right? came from yeah. there. Well, Hills High School, 1967. Monty, where's your report card? <laughs> <laughs> I lost that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I did? I did make sure to post into the chat room. Um, I did want to put in. I did put in the Queens Museum, the Grammy Museum, also on the roads with the Ramones by Monty Melnick, and then the Ramones website, and then Vera's book. And for everyone listening in the chat room, I want to thank everyone for listening. If you did tune in late, show could be listened to in its entirety on iTunes afterwards and also on Red Velvet Media under the Indie Cafe. And Don't I forget Mickey's Monty. book. Don't forget Mickey's book. <laughs> and, and, well, Mickey's book, yeah. That was I really mean, What the hell? You owe me $10 for that. that. <laughs> right. No, no, Mickey's book, uh, I Slept with Joey Ramone, it was just included as one of the great rock books, and and it really is. I mean, it's it's a totally compelling book. He he holds nothing back. Um, You you get a really, uh, uh, you know, real picture of uh, of of Joey and 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 the Ramones, he, he, he really put his heart into it. It, it it's wow. it's a terrific book. It's really it was a lot of work, but uh, it was certainly worth it. it. Took seven years for me to write that. Wow, wow. It starts, That's amazing. Um, in, uh, it is. Nineteen fifty-one. Fifty mm. starts. That's so. great. Well, I want to also thank Mark for um, putting this together along with your um, curator there at the museum and, and for the Queens Museum and then also and, for the and Grammy also Bob, Museum. Yeah, Bob Santelli from the, the Grammy Museum is the other uh, co-curator. And when it gets to the Grammy yep. Museum, he'll, he'll be doing... Um, um, you know, organizing it a little different, uh, putting a little more emphasis on on music history. Um, the mm-hmm. Queens Museums and Art Museums, so uh, we, we're, we have a very strong visual presentation. Um, it's the same great. objects, but they'll they'll be a little bit uh, uh, 
rearranged. Uh, the the Queen's Museum is also uh, quite a bit larger, so uh, there's yeah, more Yeah, and I saw, I wanted to make sure everyone knew, um, you're on Facebook, and you have a public image of some of the images that are going into the exhibit. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I was just asked it. to remove those. It's amazing. <laughs> Why? I was really? asked to remove those because uh, it, it seems I was uh, ahead of the curve there, uh, and um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be I removing them as soon pictures. as I get get home. So uh, anybody that wants to see it should uh, look very quickly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's on my face. It's on my Facebook page, and I think it's on the Ramones pages. Um, so yeah. I want to thank um, also uh, Spencer for being here today and co-hosting with me. And uh, Monty, we want you to be like, I want to thank you so much for being here because you've got so much to add. I'm uh, happy to be here. So great. Yeah, the exhibition yeah. couldn't have taken place without him. I mean, he was uh, right there at the beginning and, and uh, literally a, a quarter to a third of the exhibition comes from his collections. Um and uh, um, that that was the start that allowed us. That the icing on the cake was uh, um, the loans from Mickey and from Linda and and from um, uh, you know uh, and and and, and the, you know I mean there's over 50 lenders to the exhibit. I, I, hey, I have to say uh, in May there's going to be RR auctions. I, Mickey did some things for RR RR auctions also, but in May I'm going to have an um, an auction of a lot of my stuff. Uh, so wow. I want to get, get a piece Monty, of them. Let's go there. Monty, how will we know about that? How will we know about your auction? When's that? Uh, I go to Facebook. My Facebook site will be posted there. Okay. Okay. All right. And when you're going to have your auction, luck, maybe what we can do is I can no, post Mickey, it for you. Oh, Mickey, you did a lot of stuff on our, our auctions. They're good people. Yeah, they are. And Mickey, um, I want to thank you so much for calling in and being here and really giving us some really me. fun. Yeah. Fun yeah. stories, no. Put me and Monty together, like, and you, it's always a good time. Yeah, Mickey. Well, you know what? <laughs> I mean, I figured bringing you people on all together, the head trip would be amazing. We had, by the way, we had uh, Holly and I had Tommy and Monty on in 2010. We were fortunate to have Tommy on with Monty, and that was a great show. And it's, uh, uh, and it's a whole nucleus of all you people on here that make this show really wonderful. And we had a wonderful time today. Thank you very much. I mean, my observation, uh, t- Monty was Tommy's best friend. I don't really. Yeah. Well, yeah. I knew him for 50 awesome. years. Yeah. Well, I knew him for That's 40. awesome. <laughs> well, you know, we also had done a couple of No, I knew him for 50 years, too. Richie. That's impossible, Monty. Wait a minute. Yeah, I wanted to let everyone know we did do a couple of shows with Richie Ramon as well. So he talked very, very passionately about how, um, about the Ramones and his involvement and how he loved everyone so much. So. That's good. We did do a couple shows with him as well. So we are so happy that we were able to get this all out there today. And, again, for anyone that missed this, you can listen to it. And for everyone in the chat room that listened today, thank you so much. And does anyone have anything to add? Because I'm going to end the show today with a song called We Want the Airwaves. What about All the Way? (laughs) I couldn't get it. What do you mean? It's on the end of the century. I tried to download it. And, uh, ah. we're gonna, hey, that's my album we're gonna, cover. That's my album cover, Monte. I love it. I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that one really quick. That song has uh, Monty's name in it. And yeah, Monty's about oh, about it. Again. crazy. It's like speaking in the that's Navy, right. right, Mickey? What's that? It's all the way. It's a song. You, you know the lyrics? I, I, I don't. 
I mean, I figured once when Monty said <laughs> must have his Let seven minutes. Monty's driving me crazy. It's like being in the Navy. Right. <laughs> it was something else. It was no mail next world, You're in the video, right? Yeah, I'm in a couple what? of videos there. Yeah. Monty played an invaluable but role. Now it's the Mickey's. Now it's yes, Melnicks, not no Melnicks. Oh, sorry. Whose phone's me. ringing? Wow. Oh. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> I can't get it off. The bells. Oh, the bells. Yeah. Okay. The bells are ringing. So does anybody <laughs> have anything to answer, to add to this um, before we close the show today? Oh, I want to say really quick. Um, um, next Wednesday, we have um, I have a special show on Red Velvet Media with Zoe Moon, our house astrologer. So make sure to tune into that. That's going to be a fun show. And then next Friday, we have um, who do we have next Friday? Spent? We have, we have John Cruz, I believe. On, um, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be. We really uh, thank you everybody for me and Holly and uh, and. I'll, I'll add one. Can I add just one point there that the of uh, course. Um, the the opening on on the tenth it's Sunday the tenth and it's a public opening um, from four to eight so um, all all your listeners are are invited uh, to, to that opening and uh, um, I'm 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 I, I know Monty will be there I I hope Mickey I will and Vera oh, sure. and I'll, I'll everybody will be here I'll be so, there uh, actually I'll be um, I'm going to be I, there. Um, I can't Mark. really tell you much about this, but there's going to be a special announcement made that day. What? Uh, really? I, I can't I, tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't heard that, but uh, yeah. I haven't heard that either. Yeah. Yeah. Is it going to be well, about a party? I'm interested. Hmm? Is it yeah, going to be no. a party somewhere? You want to go? Um, <laughs> well, what, the party, There's always a party somewhere. <laughs> I know. Like they say, the reason why people eat birthday cake is cause, because uh, they eat cake every day because it's a, somebody's birthday every day of the day. You know, sure. so there you go. It's also you a happy hour. You eat cake every day of oh. your life and have a reason for it. Right. So I, want to I thank have to go, for so you guys continue on. And thank you very much for having me. Hey, Mickey, yeah. I'll see you soon. Day. See you soon. See you All right, soon, take care, you guys. Bye-bye. Yeah. So. so I want to thank everybody for the call in today. This was an amazing show. And again, we're going to end the show. And Monty, um, thank you so much for happy to be know, here. giving. Hello, well, I'm happy you're here. And we've had Monty on before, so we're going to have, we'll be having, I'm sure, another show about this uh, opening once it opens, because I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of people that are going to be coming out. This is an iconic uh um, exhibit guys so make sure you check it out at the Queens Museum April 10th through the July 31st and then at the Grammy Museum in LA on September 16th through March 2017 and hopefully it'll be traveling so that'll be kind of cool if it does do that are you guys there? Yeah. Well, we'll see when you never know yeah no, no, it's Never definitely know. traveling. Every, everybody wants wants it to travel. Yeah, it's going to it, be it, going. I, I, would like, yeah. I would like to see that. So we're going to end the show now. And uh, um, it is Friday. Um, please don't drink and drive. And uh, I always have to say that because uh, it's important. And uh, it's also to a lot of different people. It's Easter weekend, however you want to, however you want to um, celebrate it. It's also good Friday to a lot of different people. So however it is, play it out and have a beautiful weekend and enjoy the spring. I hope you guys are having good spring weather wherever you are. 
I am. Yeah, we we are here in New York. Yeah. Uh, well, 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 thank you very much for, for for having me, and uh, uh, I enjoyed uh, being on the show. Mark, I'll see you. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. So okay. Much. Bye. Bye now. Bye now. All right, bye guys. now. See you guys go. Have a great day. 